continuing the series on the Millennial Kingdom and we're continuing in this particular section at looking at what um, conditions will be like on the earth when our Lord Jesus Christ does uh, reign for that thousand year period. And uh, in today's teaching there's a, a few areas we want to deal with. The first one we want to look at is the fact that during our Lord's Millennial reign that in fact God's laws will be observed in the earth. And the opening scripture we can look at uh, dealing with that aspect is in Isaiah chapter 2 verse 18 to 21. Scripture says that the idols he shall utterly abolish and they shall go into the holes of the rocks and into the caves of the earth from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty when he arises to shake the earth mightily. In that day a man will cast away his idols of silver and his idols of gold which they made each for himself to worship to the molds and to the bats to go into the cliffs of the rocks and to the crags of the rugged rocks from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty when he arises to shake the earth mightily and so we see here that um, when our Lord returns to the earth, although the, the, the nations of the earth will still be sinful in nature, because don't forget, they will still be unbelievers. They would not have been uh, changed uh, spiritually like the saints are. Um, there's one area that they will very quickly uh, succumb to obeying the laws of God, and that is getting rid of all of their idol worship that they had been practicing up until that time. Now, there's a number of reasons for that, obviously. Uh, one of the reasons is because uh, Satan and all of his angels, obviously that includes all demons, would have been removed from the earth. And all idol worship um, is driven by satanic angels and by demons. And so with that influence having been removed from the earth, obviously that influence in, in men to uh, worship idols will be removed. But there's also the aspect of the fact that our Lord will rule the earth with the rod of iron. That's why the scripture says, but the idols he shall utterly abolish. And so the, the Lord and his saints will deal very harshly with this aspect of mankind when they do reign on the earth. They will not allow uh, any form of idol worship to take place in the earth at all. There will be a very quick uh, and severe uh, punishment that will descend upon any of the nations of the earth that would try and uh, begin to revive idol worship that will be not tolerated at all during our Lord's millennial reign. And so mankind uh, will very quickly learn not to practice idol worship during our Lord's reign. Another passage of scripture that uh, deals with this aspect of our Lord's reign, because we're looking at now the fact that the laws of God will be observed in the earth. And so that will be one of the very strict laws that will be put in place in the earth. No form of idol worship will be tolerated at all. And mankind will basically you know, cast their idols away from them because they will know that um, severe punishment will come to the one who tries to practice it. Another passage of scripture that we can look at which uh, deals with this aspect of our Lord's reign is in Isaiah chapter 2 verse 3. The scripture says, Many people shall come and say, Come and let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways, 
and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And so this description that we see in this passage of scripture here pertains to the unbelievers in the earth, not the believers, because the believers will already um, be fully conversed with the laws of God, because they would have, the perfect would have come as far as believers are concerned. All believers that die today and go to be with the Lord, they have perfect knowledge. Um, they they no, no longer have a carnal mindset but because the flesh has been done away completely and they now they have perfect understanding of God's laws and God's ways. Uh, the Apostle Paul spoke about it. He said, um, the perfect, when the perfect has come, that which is in part will be done away with, talking about the knowledge that we have currently as believers in the earth, where he says we know in part. But on that day we will know fully, even as we are fully known by God. And so the saints are not falling into this category, is the point that I wanted to raise here. This passage of scripture is referring to the unbelievers in the earth. Now, there are going to be um, certain uh, groupings of unbelievers in the earth that are going to embrace the laws of God. And they're going to almost treat, well in fact they will, they will treat the city of Jerusalem as uh, a holy city that they will go to on a pilgrimage. Just like uh, you have the religious people of today in the earth, they go to their various religious sites on pilgrimage um, because those are holy sites and they go and they worship their gods there, whatever it is that they do. Um, so it will be when our Lord reigns on the earth that because he'll be uh, seated in the temple in the city of Jerusalem, that many of the peoples of the earth will actually treat Jerusalem as a holy site and they will go up on pilgrimage to worship before the Lord and to offer their prayers and, and sacrifices before him. And so they will embrace the, the laws of God from that point of view as a religious practice. So you can liken that time to the way, I suppose you can liken the Jews of today. Um, they're not born again, yet they endeavor to serve God and, and obey his laws. And so you, I'm talking about the, the ultra-Orthodox Jews. Uh, they you know, observe all of the the laws of Moses as far as they, can, they know how and they endeavor to serve God in that way and so it will be in, in during our Lord's millennial reign that there will be certain groupings of the nations of the earth that will endeavor to do exactly the same but the scripture does say many will come up and say uh, let us come let's go to the mountain of the Lord it doesn't say all because even though there will be many in the earth that will try to observe the Lord's laws and you know, say, well, yeah, we must now be obedient, there's also going to be the, the rebellious side in the earth, those who choose not to observe the laws of God unless they are forced to do so. And so they will not come up to the city of Jerusalem willingly, and they will not treat that uh, city as a a holy site, that, uh, like a pilgrimage, so to speak. But many will um, endeavor to observe the laws of God in the earth as uh, they are prescribed during that time. Another passage of scripture that uh, again speaks around this um, 
whole endeavor is in Zechariah chapter 8, verse 20 to 23. The scripture says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, People shall yet come, inhabitants of many cities. The inhabitants of one city shall go to another, saying, Let us continue to go and pray before the Lord and seek the Lord of hosts. I myself will go also. Yes, many peoples and strong nations shall come and seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem and pray before the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, In those days ten men from every language of the nations shall grasp the sleeve of a Jewish man, saying, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. And so again, very clearly, this is a picture of the unbelieving nations going up to the city of Jerusalem to hear the word of the Lord and to pray before him and to seek his face. Um, and in this passage here, the scripture says that they will grasp the sleeve of a Jewish man, saying, let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. So this is not talking about the saints. The Jewish men in this uh, passage of scripture is referring to the saints. This is not referring to the Jews uh, that are living in the earth today. Because um, in Romans 2.29, the scripture is very plain to us that the real Jews are those who are Jews inwardly. inwardly. And so it is the saints of God who are born again. And we have been circumcised in the heart. And so we are the real Jews. And so it is, it is the saints that the unbelieving nations will grab their hold of their sleeves and say, let us go with you because we've heard that God is with you. And so very clearly again, there are going to be uh, many people in the earth during that time who will treat the city of Jerusalem as a holy site. Uh, they will go there on pilgrimage to offer prayers before the Lord. Um, and they will, you know, um, attach themselves to the saints living around the, in that geographic area and saying, let us go with you because we've heard that God is with you. And so that's the, uh, the picture of how it is that there are going to be those living in the earth, although they will not be born again, they will endeavor to follow the laws of God as a religious practice, just like they do in the earth today. It's just now that they will be, um, be obedient to God's laws. So again, the, the closest analogy that we can get to in today's world is in fact the, the ultra-Orthodox Jews uh, who are not born again, who when they die, they still go down to hell, um, but nevertheless do their best to observe the laws of God. And so that's what this, these people will do in the earth at that time. However, sin will still be present in the earth during that time. It'll not be a case of um, because the Lord Jesus is reigning from the city of Jerusalem, from his temple, and his saints are in the earth, that righteousness will reign in the earth, and uh, mankind will then walk in righteousness. Not at all. All of the unbelieving nations will continue to walk in sin, because that will be their nature. They will be unregenerate. They will not have been born again. And so even though Satan and his angels have been removed, and all of that influence has been removed, nevertheless, the sin virus will still be in mankind, and so they will still be sinful in nature. And we can pick up a, a couple of uh, scriptures along that line to just explain that truth to us. And one we can look at is in Zechariah 14, 
verse 17 to 19 the scripture says and it shall be that whichever of the families of the earth do not come up to Jerusalem to worship the king the Lord of hosts on them there will be no rain if the family of Egypt will not come up and enter in they shall have no rain they shall receive the plague with which, with which the Lord strikes the nations who do not come up to feast keep the feast of tabernacle sorry this shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all the nations that do not come up to keep the feast of tabernacles and so with regards to the concept of sin the simplest definition of sin is disobedience to God that's really what sin is all about and so we see in this passage of scripture very clearly that there will be occasions when some of the nations of the earth will deliberately disobey this commandment because this commandment will go out to all the nations of the earth that they will be required to observe the feast of tabernacles and part of their observation of the feast or keeping of the feast they will be required to send a delegation to the city of Jerusalem at the, at the time of the feast now very clearly in this passage the Holy Spirit tells us that there will be certain nations that will just rebel against that they won't do it now that is sin as blatant as you can get the commandment of God is you will observe the feast of tabernacles they refuse to do that that is sinning against God disobeying God and so very clearly um, mankind will still have their own free will intact and they will choose of their own free will to disobey God that is sin this is not the saints now this is now the unbelievers as a result of their sin punishment will be brought to bear no rain on that nation for the following year and various plagues will be brought to bear on that nation but very clearly we we see from this passage that although Jesus himself is reigning from the temple in the city of Jerusalem physically his saints are physically on the earth and they are reigning over the earth nevertheless the natural tendency of mankind living in the earth talking about the unbelievers now will be towards sin and thus disobeying God so sin will very clearly be present in the earth during our Lord's millennial reign it won't go away um, two other passages of scripture again just reinforcing this truth to us Revelation 19 15 now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he shall strike the nations and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron he himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God and then Revelation 2 verse 26 and 27 and he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end to him I will give power over the nations he shall rule them with a rod of iron they shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessels as I also have received from my father and so again the the way that the Lord and his saints will have to rule over the nations of the earth is with a rod of iron Now, the only reason that a rod of iron would have to be brought to bear is because of the rebellious nature of those nations and so they will you know from time to time they will step out of line because they will still be carnal in nature and the book of Romans 8 7 is very clear to us that the carnal mind is enmity against God it is not subject to the laws of God neither indeed can it be and so all of the unbelievers on the earth will still have carnal mindsets that will not change 
The, throughout that thousand year period, no one will be born again. There will be no uh, conversions taking place. The, the people living on the earth will remain carnal. They will remain unbelievers throughout that thousand years. They will be subjected to the laws of God unwillingly. There are the, as, I, as I said, there will be some that will endeavor to treat this new religion as a religion and they will go on pilgrimages and listen to the word of God and, and you know, try and live good lives from that point of view. But by and large, the majority of the earth would have to be ruled with a rod of iron because the natural tendency will be to disobey what the Lord's laws are in the earth. And so that's why uh, the saints and our Lord Jesus Christ will rule the nations during that period with a rod of iron. So we just need to understand the tension that will exist in the earth at that time. Again, as I say, the closest analogy we can get to in the earth today, because it's really only the Jews that serve God. They worship God. They don't have a relationship with God. He, um, so, so it's not like the saints, not like the, the, the believing Jews in Israel. But the ultra-Orthodox Jews, they serve God as best as they know how. how they, they're not born again, they're not his children, but nevertheless they have a zeal for God, as Paul said. But he says it's not according to knowledge. So they're trying to establish their own righteousness. That's exactly what will happen with those who go on pilgrimages up to Jerusalem. They will try and establish their own righteousness before God. They will, all right, Lord, you're on the earth now. We're going to show you just how good a life we can live. We'll obey your laws and all that. But all of it will be out of the flesh. None of it will be as a result of a, a changed heart because no one will be born again during that time. We need to understand that concept. And so sin will still be present. So even the ones who are trying to obey the laws of God, um, even as Paul said, you know, even those who, who uh, are circumcised, they don't keep the law. They keep breaking the law anyway. And so even the ones that will go up to Jerusalem on a pilgrimage and pray before the Lord, they will co continue to break the law anyway. So that's just how um, that aspect of our Lord's reign will uh, pan out during this time.